0: Good morning. Please join me in the prayer for illumination that is in your program. Let us pray. God of all creation, send your Holy Spirit among us this day, that the seed of your word might take root in our hearts and bear the fruits of peace, love, and justice for all. Amen. The reading this morning is from Genesis 1. When God began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea, and God's wind swept over the waters. God said, let there be light. And so light appeared. God saw how good the light was. God separated the light from the darkness. God named the light day and the darkness night. There was evening and there was morning, the first day. God said, Let there be a dome in the middle of the waters to separate the waters from each other. God made the dome and separated the waters under the dome from the waters above the dome. And it happened in that way. God named the dome sky. There was evening and there was morning, the second day. God said, let the, waters, this, let the waters under the sky come together into one place so that the dry land can appear. And that's what happened. God named the dry land earth, and he named the gathered waters, seas. God saw how good it was. God said, let the earth grow plant life, plants yielding seeds and fruit trees, bearing fruit with seeds inside it each according to its kind, throughout the earth. And that's what happened. The earth produced plant life, plants yielding seeds, each according to its kind, and trees bearing fruit with seeds inside it, each according to its kind. God saw how good it was. There was evening, and there was morning, the third day. God said, Let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. They will mark events sacred seasons, days, and years. They will be lights in the dome of the sky to shine on the earth. And that's what happened. God made the stars and two great lights, the larger light to rule over the day and the smaller light to rule over the night. God put them in the dome of the sky to shine on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. God saw how good it was. There was evening and there was morning the fourth day God said let the waters swarm with living things and let birds fly above the earth up in the dome of the sky God created the sea animals and all the tiny living things that swarm in the waters each according to its kind and all the winged birds each according to its kind God saw how good it was then God blessed them be fertile and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. There was evening and there was morning, the fifth day. God said, let the earth produce every kind of living thing, livestock, crawling things and wildlife. And that's what happened. God made every kind of wildlife, every kind of livestock and every kind of creature that crawls on the ground. God saw how good it was. Then God said, let us make humanity in our image to resemble us so that they may take charge of the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the earth, and all the crawling things on earth. God created humanity in God's own image. In the divine image, God created them. Male and female, God created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fertile and multiply, fill the earth and master it, take charge of the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, everything crawling on the ground. Then God said, I now give you all the plants on the earth that yield seeds and all the trees whose fruit produces its seeds within it. These will be your food to all wildlife, to all the birds in the sky and to everything crawling on the ground, to everything that breathes, I give all green grasses for food. And that's what happened. God saw everything he had made. It was supremely good. There was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. The heavens and the earth and all who live in them were completed on the sixth day. God completed all the work that he had done and on the seventh day, God rested from all the work that he had done. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all the work of creation. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Just two quick uh, comments before the sermon. One, I appreciate all the prayers. Um, I had uh, talked um, uh, for the last couple of months that I'd be having surgery on June the 7th uh, and be out for six to eight weeks. Um, Then I got a phone call from the uh, insurance uh, rep for uh, the denomination explaining to me how much cheaper it would be if I did this at Methodist Hospital. And I thought, wow, I'd love to meet a surgeon that works at Methodist Hospital. So I met that surgeon last week. It looks like mid-July will be when we have surgery. Um, I, I apologize for calling an audible, uh, but if you saw the numbers I saw, you would call the audible too. Um, and then lastly, um, I, um, I had said earlier on Sunday that, uh, or earlier uh, this morning, that um, my, uh, dr- I apologize for my dress because it was laundry day. Okay. Um, And and someone took that to mean that it was a slight to Amy, which that's hilarious because everybody in our house knows how to use the washing machine. So um, I'm not sure what's more disrupting for me to wear a suit on Sunday uh, or the time that I came into the office, uh, I'd borrowed a Catholic uh, collar uh, from a friend and people just completely freaked out, all (laughs) right? So anyways, um, so our series uh, this summer. Um, It's talking about faith-forming relationships, Uh, how faith is not a Lone Ranger experience. And let's be honest, even the Lone Ranger had Tonto, that together as children of God, we participate in community and we learn from each other in the midst of relationships. Uh, And so we'll be looking at uh, elements of that throughout. And the first place is to begin, at the beginning. Oh, you went really quickly to that. All right. Can you remember back to a time before? A time when everything was wonderful, where, where it was uh, idyllic and idealistic. You remember back to a time when nothing was terrifying, everything was good, and it was good upon good upon good. When I think back to that time, this picture really speaks to me. Uh, Many of you know I like boats, I like sailing, um, but this is kind of like the inner sailor, Can you go with that? Um, For uh, my relationship with my dad, if you wanted to spend time with my dad, you went fishing. Uh, Offshore fishing usually for uh, kings. And so uh, we were rule followers. And if you were in the boat, you wore a life vest. That was just who we are. And so when I think about that time before, I think about pictures like this. What is the picture in your mind, Um, you could, yeah, thanks. Um, What is the picture in your mind of the time before? Uh, The time before when it was all perfect, it was all good. The time before when everything seemed to be roses. The time before when things were right the way they were supposed to be. See what's really challenging about that is that we all remember that one thing, right? That one thing, well, since the illness, since the divorce, well, you know, the accident really took away a lot. You see, we tend to tell the timeline by going back to that one moment in time when things were not okay, but we fail to miss that things began good. I think sometimes in Christian theology, we remember, right? Because you ask anybody, are, are we uh, basically good or, or basically bad, right? And uh, Christian theology tells us that because of the fall, because of original sin, we're all horrible. Uh, We are scum, unable to make good choices. That's St. Augustine for you. But you know, there was a chapter before the fall. There was a moment before the before, when God created. Uh, You know, Genesis chapter 2 and 3 says that when God created, it was in a narrative, and he, he knelt down into the mud and clay, and he gathered together The makings of Adam, and he formed Adam with his own hands and breathed the breath of life into him. You see, friends, there was a time when it was good. When we think about uh, God creating, um, the commentators talk a lot about Genesis chapter one, that it has this rhythm and liturgy. Did you hear it? It starts with God said, And then it goes to, with this uh, translation, and it happened that way. And then God says, it was good. And then there was evening and morning and the next day. There's this rhythm to Genesis chapter 1. I heard one commentator refer to it as, it's almost like the movement of the ocean's waters at the beach. The the waves uh, stir up. They uh, fold over, they break onto the beach, and they are drawn back into the sea. It was morning, it was evening the next day. When we think about creation, I want to highlight deep into this chapter one, that at every moment, every day, as it ends, God says, and it was good. And then if you were paying attention at the end of the sixth day, God says it was supremely good. Good upon good upon good. You see, there was a time before, friends, before the fall, before original sin. Now, now it's true that in Scripture, so, uh, right, so the serpent approaches Eve, asks her about the apple. Eve gives the right answer. But the serpent gives her the apple. She makes apple pie, serves it up to Adam, right? Adam eats it. Both of them suddenly realize they have no clothes on. That would be an awkward moment. And God comes walking down the path. God says, wait a minute, something's different. What happened? And Adam, first marital argument, right? She did it. Not helpful. but recognizing that from that moment, some people would say that the Bible can be divided into two places. Uh, One place is the before, Genesis chapter one and two, and the after is after the fall. Now, there's a group that pushes really hard, not just about original sin, but about original blessing about being able to grasp and claim the fact that God created us. Before the fall, out of love, not out of necessity, God sat down and said, I want a world and I want you in it. And so not necessarily firing up the uh, um, uh, industrial assembly line, God sits down to make each one of us and God's used to doing this. This is the theme of his work, right? When you think about the masterpieces that God makes, they are snowflakes, sunrises, sunsets, and you. Think about sunrises and sunsets. They come and go, one every day, but they are unique, individual masterpieces. Does God keep them in a, 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 an art book? No, they are gone today and another comes tomorrow. Think about the volume of snow that will fall in the uh, Northeast uh, this winter. Snowflake upon snowflake upon snowflake, all individual creations. If you look under the microscope, they're beautiful crystals to behold. And what happens? Well, we hope in a couple of weeks afterwards, they'll all melt away. See, God likes to make masterpieces and you are one of his masterpieces. So the original blessing crowd, they like to say, yeah, yeah, the fall is true and it, it comes with all of its wages of sin or death and we need Jesus' blood to wash us clean as snow uh, so that we can walk the pearly, through the pearly gates and uh, be on the streets of gold and heaven. All true, nothing taken away from that. But be sure if you're going to go back to the beginning, go back to the real beginning. The beginning when God made everything you see Everything you touch, everything you hear, it was God's great creation out of love. Now, uh, what I think is really helpful is to remember friends that knew you before. So I, I don't um, often think about this at the time of ordination, um, though this has absolutely nothing to do with Kate. Um, but I, I like to gather together that group of friends who knew me before I was a pastor. Right? They, they knew me just as Peter. Um, and it's nice because I'm reminded that it's not about the title and it's not about the works that I do. And it's none of those things that these are people who knew me before. I wonder about you. Do you you have that group of people who knew you before? I was talking to Jim Anderson. He was here in the early service. And Jim Anderson this week got to have uh, lunch uh, with a friend. Uh, Jim grew up in El Paso at a Methodist church there. Uh, And Bill Brown came into um, uh, uh, the city, uh, came into Houston for annual conference. He's a delegate from his church. And Bill and Jim, who have been friends since they were five years old, had lunch. It's a friendship. Bill knew Jim before! Before what? Certainly before Jim's hospitalization, certainly before uh, Jim's wife had passed away, certainly before high school. Do you have those friends who know you before Friends, I'd like for you to think of God as one of those friends who knew you before. I mean, we all have that narrative of our lives. You know, it was good until I did X. It was good until I did Y. I mean, I really had the world by the tail until I took that liberal arts degree or or whatever it is. God knows you before. God created you not out of necessity, not because uh, God was in a small group of other gods and they were all making uh, things and they had to because they were going to get great for it. No, God just made because, out of love, out of nothing. God wanted to spend time, God wanted a community, uh, God wanted to um, have a place where life could be precious where love and mercy and grace could be offered. And so God made you and me. This summer we're gonna be talking about how uh, relationships help us grow in the faith. Um, And no one does it alone. In fact, if you think about God, God doesn't even do it alone. You have the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? God's community at his basic nature. So I want you to be thinking about what are the relationships that you have? It's really easy in our current world to think about how bad things are, right? Um, I I resist watching um, uh, the news on TV. Uh, I watch it these days just to figure out what river near me is going to flood next. Um, But uh, I really resist watching the news because you know how it works. If it bleeds, it leads. No one ever starts with the good story as the headline. So it's easy for us to think that the world is going somewhere in a handbasket and it's all our fault. That may be true, that may not be true. But let's remember that the God who's in charge, the God who gives life, the God who redeems life, the God who sustains us in our lives, that in the beginning, it was good. It was really good. Scripture says it was supremely good. I hope uh, as you start thinking about taking steps in growing as a disciple that you know that you are not alone, that you have relationships in this room, and most importantly we have a relationship with the king of all creation who is like no other king I have ever heard of. A king out of love for us who left his crown and his throne and walks side by side with you and me because he loves us the way we were. Don't forget how it began. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.